Welcome to Dietitian Boss. My name is Libby Rothschild. I'm the CEO and founder of the Dietitian Boss Method. Our company is here to help you get started in private practice even before you think you're ready. I've created a proprietary process to help you increase visibility, create organic content, enroll clients into an offer, and learn sales skills that don't even feel salesy. Listen every week to your colleagues as they're being interviewed, and we chat about their progress and success from when they got it started from zero to all the way to creating million-dollar businesses and beyond. Hello and welcome. I am here today with Sarah, our Director of Operations and Operation Coach here at Dietitian Boss. Welcome to today's episode, Sarah. Hi, I'm excited to be here. Oh, ha- happy to have you. And we're talking about a topic today that I know Sarah and I have seen on the internet even before COVID, but it's gotten brought to light recently. And that is the hatred and the bashing of six and seven figure online business coaches, specifically those who are female. Uh, so we want to talk about like where did that come from? What are some of the, the roots of that? Um, what Sarah's take on that is and, and her experience. Um, and then I'll chime in as well. Um, so before we get started, I know before I press play, Sarah and I talked about a couple themes she's seen. You want to kind of mention anything as far as what this means and, and trends you've seen over the years with this? Um, yeah, you know, it's interesting. I've been online now for Oh, has it been 10 years? Like since 2013. So not quite 10 years. And I have seen controversy that entire time. Anyone, especially females, talk about making six and seven figures, especially in the coaching industry. Um, and you know, I've I've seen a lot of what I've seen is people just saying um negative comments or um trying to discredit them. Um and uh, you know, yeah. So w- one thing that you had mentioned before we press play is that um, you have seen uh, a lot of um, you know people say perhaps there have been people misrepresenting, right? So mm-hmm. maybe there have been coaches out there, uh, whether they're promoting six and seven figures or not, that are representing a, a lifestyle, but not necessarily talking about the business acumen that that's needed to get there, or perhaps they're misrepresenting that, you know, with a fancy website and some beautiful photos or emphasizing, you know, the colors and the the hex codes, that that's how you can get to the end goal, which in fact, that's just not really true. Um, So can you kind of dive in a little bit more about what you've seen over the decade? Is that kind of one of the most prominent ways you've seen this, this theme misrepresented? Yeah. I mean, one of the big ways is like you said, um, I've seen, you know, really, great marketing online that um, sells women into the idea of building a, you know, paying for an expensive website and a fancy photo shoot. And that if you look great, then you're going to attract all this business and you're going to, you know, hit six and seven figures. And they don't talk about what's actually needed to make that happen. Um, And so there's definitely controversy that's risen from that. Um, You know, some of the other is that, Again, maybe somebody doesn't have a lot of financial responsibility, and so they are able to um, invest their money back into their business. You know, maybe they have a spouse that um, is somewhat wealthy, and it's publicly known. And again, there's controversy over that. People, um, you know, 
Yeah. So, so basically it, it could be that the person who is especially female touted as a six or seven figure online business coach um, is really maybe has it, would you say easier or really isn't kind of creating a business infrastructure? Is, is that kind of what you've seen? Yeah, definitely. So yeah, to make that clear is, you know, they had cash that could be invested into their business um, to grow it faster that they didn't have to generate. And so they were able to build a business that, um, you know, looked successful, but it wasn't, uh, it didn't really represent what it takes um, from those who are, you know, doing it from the ground up. Without any yeah. Help. Yeah. And, and even if you were to compare that situation, and again, I, I try not to pass judgment for how people are able to get monies to start their business. But let's say you were even to raise money, like you're, you're um, raising capital for your business, that still takes a great level of business acumen to be able to pitch and and um and receive monies. So whether you're like raising to fund your business or you're bootstrapping, like what I did in my company to grow to a million dollars uh, without any any raising and, and without any ads or SEO. I did it through social media. Um, that that's going to require a lot of business skills. So, from what I'm hearing, and I'd like you to to weigh in on this, Sarah. Part of me thinks I value and honor people who start a business, and I don't want to judge like how they got there necessarily. But I also can see that it would be you know people can pass judgment on business coaches that might have had it, you know, air quote, easier than other business coaches. Um, That being said, I still am a big fan of like supporting people no matter what their background is. And much like in nutrition, you know, and part of what we do here at Dietitian Boss is we show our clients how to respect other nutrition philosophies, right? So in our program, we have practitioners, dietitian, boss, uh, clients, you know, dietitian, diet, registered dietitians who are operating a virtual private practice in many different niches. They, some of them are moms, or some of them are are not moms. Some of them are younger. Some of them are, you know, twenty plus years experience. We have a wide range of clients who we've helped serve, and they have very different philosophies. Some of them are are cultural oriented. So, and then some of them are going to be representative uh, representative of eating disorders. Um, some of them are going to be uh, very strong-willed on weight loss, and some of them have more of a kind of moderate approach, and they might combine you know, all foods fit and weight loss. And whatever their philosophy is, we want to respect that. And that's a big thing here at Dietitian Boss is, is creating community and respecting other people's opinions. And I think that goes true as well as um, other you know business owners. So my first thing when I hear judgment passed on people um, who started business from other means is that I would like to respect where they're coming from. Um, but I also feel that there's a double standard because I've never heard men, uh, male business coaches who you know promote that they'll help you reach six or seven figures. I don't hear as much controversy with them as I do with the female business coaches, you know, like me, who who help and promote you reaching six and seven figures in your company. And I do think that that I mean that's innately sexist and it's unfortunate. And I want to say that you know there's more you know progressive thought processes in place, and that might be true, but I still feel um, personally like that's slow moving. There's only only three percent of millionaires are women, according to the most recent statistics. Um, and even less of those are uh, considered a minority, although minority businesses are growing according to the uh, American Express 
um, state of the uh, women-owned business report, which is the most accurate report where there's, it's showing a lot of minority-owned businesses are growing, which is great. But when we look at like the wage gap and we look at how much a uh, woman earns per dollar to a man and then how much a you know white woman earns per a Latina... Per Asian, et cetera, we are still seeing you know dis- disparities. We're seeing discrepancies, and I think that it's important to have this conversation. And anytime you know there's judgment passed, I want to remind people that you know being sensitive to people's backgrounds and being sensitive to like the sexism that we experience, and especially women in business. My philosophy is to you know really be kind to people because I think that that's not a great precedent to set for your mindset and for empowering other people. Yeah, and I agree with everything you said. You know, I think that especially as women, um, there's always something we have to learn from someone else, even if it's a totally different background, totally different culture. I mean, whatever it is, you could always learn something. And um, you know, if when people are placing judgment, and I mean, we wouldn't want that um, on ourselves. So it's always good to think about, okay, well then, you know, is that a way um, I want to be treating others? And and thinking about why, um, I think as women, a lot of insecurities and fears come up. But uh, if we were to try to support each other more, um, it would, uh, it would benefit all of us. Yeah. And, and I think it's still such a new thing because again, we, we, I mean, in my experience, you know, have a very patriarchal like, system that is still very accepted in society. And I was raised by a single parent and I am the breadwinner in my family and I feel empowered, you know, possessing that role. And I also don't judge other people who have a different circumstance because like Sarah said, you know, we all have something to learn. Um, so I think that it, it's challenging being a woman in quote unquote, a man's world, just looking at statistics, again, 3% of women are millionaires. So anytime I go into any peer group uh, with other you know, um, high earners, I am, if not the only woman, I'm like one of three and I'm definitely the youngest by far. Um, so I think that it's important to recognize and honor people no matter where they are on their path. And like Sarah said, having something to learn from other people is a growth-oriented mindset uh, versus a fixed mindset. Um, so I think it's important to adopt that and empower other people. So I'm not a fan of seeing the bashing. And I think a lot of the bashing about earning, you know, oh, business coaches, especially women that that promote six and seven figure lifestyles or businesses, et cetera, um, is no different than bashing a nutrition philosophy. And I think that I, I don't approve of either. Um, I think it's, you know, part of what we teach is to respect other people and respect that they, that you have something to learn from other people. Um, additionally, that you know, this issue is so deeply rooted in just patriarchy and systems where women are still not seen as you know financial providers and the role of a woman is is still very um you know it's very nuanced to assume that a woman could make money earn money be a breadwinner etc and even though it's becoming this more accepted it's still very modern and there's a lot of people that don't recognize that. So anytime I believe or I see a six or seven figure business coach or business representing helping people earn that type of money get bashed, it, it hurts my soul. And so I, I, you know, wanted to raise this topic because I've seen it online. I've seen it. I've seen dietitians bashing people like me and other companies that promote, um, you know, dietitians and helping um, business owners and private practice operators grow. Um, and I want you to ask 
ask yourself, you know, really question your logic with when you're going to be, you know, thinking and saying that publicly and, and what that means. And does that support your values as a person, um, whatever those values are. Um, so on that note, um, I also want to mention that this is in addition to being deeply rooted into patriarchal, you know, systems. I think that this has to do a lot with like money mindset. And, and if you're not able to accept and congratulate someone for whatever trajectory or path they want to go down, I think that's something to think about. Like, what's your own money mindset? Um, and, and I think that a lot of us are not aware of that. A lot of us aren't thinking about it. Um, and it's important in business when you want to grow as a person um, to think about what money means to you how you're managing it, how you're spending it, how you're reinvesting it. Sarah and I just recorded a podcast about, you know, budgeting for advanced or business owners that have been in operation for more than a couple of years and how using a budget tool that Sarah's created and and that we use in our program and our executive program helps make strategic decisions to align with the goals that you have. Um, So I I just wanted to to bring up this conversation with Sarah and discuss... um, and ask you to question when you do or if you do think and push judgment on specifically, you know, women business coaches or businesses or organizations that promote other people making money. Um, where is your, you know, hatred and anger coming from? Yeah, I think you. I think you bring up some very valid points. And you know what I would add too is if you think about um, anybody you know that that teaches about how to build a six and seven figure business, you know the. The lifestyle that the people are wanting to create for themselves is usually for their family or to help people to do good. Like so much good can come of that. Um, you know, somebody can give back to their community. Um, they can be donating. Um, it's usually for very positive reasons that somebody um, has those goals. And uh, so I like that Libby, you know, brought up looking at your mindset and what your beliefs are around that. Um, and why, um, if somebody's trying to help and do good and create expansion, why? That's a negative thing. Yeah, and and something I also want to mention um, is our core values. So where you know we do promote, obviously our value proposition, meaning what makes us you know part of what makes us unique, is we're you know the outcome that we give you. We set you up to make money. Like that's what we give you: the skills, tools, and accountability, and the proven system, as indicated by the Dietitian Boss trademark methodology. That's what's going to help you have the systems to make six up to seven figures in your business and your online business. So like with that being said, we also promote other things in, in our company. So our values are, you know, part of our values are our growth. So we're a growth-oriented company and we promote that growing as a person, growing as a business, growing in revenue, growing in, in, in staff, right? To be able to help you reach your goals of working less so you can delegate. And as Sarah says, like let go of control, right? But we also promote balance and balance meaning that we're not necessarily, we, from my standpoint, balance is you not doing every task and having the ability to delegate and really set up sophisticated, you know, um, set up sophisticated systems in your business where you can, whether it's um, automating or hiring, um, having an infrastructure that can help, you know, push the business forward and help you operate in your genius zone. And then we also, one of our values is philanthropy, giving back. And so as much as we're about making money and helping you make money, because that's important to me as a business owner, I, I, I do believe that making money is like, that's a big reason I'm in business. Um, this is, you know, this 
is how the financial freedom that I have for my family. And, and it's important to me and it's important to the women that we help. That being said, uh, we also are big on giving back and volunteering our time and, and money and role modeling that with our clients who create scholarships and who do things to help their communities. So we pass on that value to among us as staff and we role model that and we see our clients doing it too. And that's really, really great because the more money you can make, um, the more people's lives you can impact and, and the more you know you can choose how you want to spend it and what you want to do. And we're, we're showing you what our values are in this company. Yeah. And then there's another um, aspect, I don't know if you're familiar with it, called conscious capitalism. Sarah, are you familiar with what that means? I'm not. <laughs> yeah. So it's um, I, I'm, a, I'm in a um, peer group called uh, Entrepreneur Organization, and there's several people, several like thought leaders um, that are involved with, with what conscious capitalism means. And, and really, it focuses on helping business leaders recognize philanthropy. And it's something that I want to, as a term, I mean, we already have it baked into our, our values system, but I'd like to, you know, learn more about what that means and how we can bake that in and, and really, you know, find ways to constantly give back and have that be a thread in our program. Mm-hmm. Also while empowering financial freedom yeah. and justifying that it's not bad to want that. And right. you know, I am proud to help people create dietitians and then have the company create six and seven figure earners by helping dietitians be visible and help more people and create more impact. And I think that I want to demystify it's not a bad thing. And I think that women have uh, more uh, of a hard time. They're they're given a hard time about this topic. And I don't think that's fair. And so I want to challenge you to to think about the judgment that you pass on others and um, think about what that means and think about your own story with money and and giving back and, and your own relationship with profits and profitability. And for a lot of dietitians, we're heart centered. We came into this field not to make money, but to help people and a lot of you know women too for for many reasons a lot of it is conditioning and so it's a lot of uh, training and educating and role modeling that we have to, to do to like have you accept and feel confident knowing it's okay uh, to you know and it's great and, and wonderful um, to be financially you know free and to be able to create that life for yourself and your family on your terms um, so anything else you want to add to that to demystify or, or touch on this topic? Um, I think you you said you know you did such a good job of of uh, stating all of it. I think the only thing I would add is when you were touching on stories and and um, about what stories they believe. You know, I would challenge them further to write a new story. You know, what would it look like to support women? You know, making six and seven figures um, and start practicing that. That's an amazing action step. I I, and ju- I I love that. And and for listeners, if you do that, please let us know. Send us an email at support at LibbyRothschild.com uh, or send us a DM on Instagram at Dietitian Boss. Um, writing that story, even if it's short, it could be a haiku, right? It could be a, a little poem, a half-page Google Doc, whatever. Ha- just getting that out on paper, getting your thoughts out is going to help you um, develop also as a business owner and, and think about your values. And I think that that's a really important um, way to spend your time and energy. And so thank you for giving that action step, Sarah. That was a great way to wrap up the episode. Um, I so much enjoy uh, having you on air and having you um, in the company supporting our clients and, and supporting us um, <laughs> you know, and, and our growth as well. So thank you. You're very welcome. I love doing it. We are so excited to offer you support in our various programs. If you identify as a beginner, and you're looking to lay down the foundations, our society program might 
a great fit for you. I encourage you to go to dietitianboss.com under group coaching and apply for our experience, our transformative experience based off of my proprietary system called the Dietitian Boss Method. Additionally, we offer a higher level program called Executive to help you hire and manage a staff as you expand and scale your program, whether you're offering a membership, course, group programming, private coaching, or a combination of various different offerings. We're here to help you on your journey with developing processes and implementing the operational foundation that you need to reach your goals. A lot of our clients want to work 20 hours or less a week, and we're so proud to say that we've helped them achieve that goal, and you'll hear their stories on this podcast. Make sure to stay tuned and apply if you're looking for support to get there faster and meet some colleagues along the way who share your same growth mindset.